0: podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Wednesday. Welcome to the show. You know, one thing that I used to like about some of our old episodes, I was listening to some of our old episodes of this podcast. What Uh, did you like? We used to just like Jump in the our recording process the way we used to do things was we would just be bantering for a while and then we'd p- pick an edit point where we just slice <laughs> in the middle and the podcast would just start, so you felt like you were joining a conversation that has already been going on for a while, so there was like no intro. It was kinda cool. Do you think that was over simulating? Just like what are they talking about? No, because we'd like got you got to the point like like I guess the podcast would have started like one of the first things that I'm thinking of is like uh. You know what's, like, bugging me? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like yeah. we'd, we'd start with that kind oh, of... Oh, classic J&J. Classic J&J. Uh, oh, yeah, we got to release Hey Santa. Oh, man. That's going to happen. Yo, tell us... Soon, right? Yeah. Oh, but the thing that was bugging me, uh, and this is such a thing that has only happened the last few years of me moving to Los Angeles. I used to be very, like, early or very, like, you know, for appointments or whatever or friends coming over or me being to their place... But anytime somebody comes over early to my house now, even if it's like 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. I wasn't
1: ready for you.
0: Like, there's been times where Justin has come over like 15 minutes early and I'm still in the shower <laughs> because. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's some awkward. I'm like, I said two. <laughs> <laughs> that is some awkward,
1: uh, you know, experiences, guys. But you know what? I show up early because I can't predict traffic.
0: That's, I mean, that's good. I, 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 uh, I ended up showing up a little bit late to an audition today, and I was like six minutes late, and it was fine. It was so close, though. It's so close, but I was freaking showering and all that stuff, and making the bed. And
1: I, <laughs> you were late. You were making the bed. It's so like bed. Old
0: wife. I, well, I had to get ready for the room for uh, we have guests coming over today okay. to record uh, for the podcast. And the I good got thing you is your over. your room is always clean. The Our bathroom room. is sometimes suspect. A little bit, but uh, I've tried to be, like, even more on top of that because I hate it. Like, we've had a couple times where girls, like, have to use the bathroom here or something, and then I'm like, oh, dang it. Like, don't go in there. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen has usually been worse lately than the bathroom. Oh, yeah. The bathroom is usually The kitchen, I'm like, oh. It's je- like, did elephants run through? We have a white tile floor. Jeremiah's like, you want water? Like, yes. All right, you stay here. <sighs> <laughs> I will bring you the water. But, uh, yeah, my we we need to probably have a talk with the roommates soon. Uh, have you guys ever gotten better. Have
1: you guys ever gotten into like a fight like I know?
0: No, old roommates I did. I got into screaming matches with my old uh roommate because uh he was so disgusting.
1: Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Before that, when was the last time you screamed at somebody? Cuz I feel like you're a
0: screamer. Uh, I screamed uh, about a week ago. Um <laughs> Uh, all right. I was so freaking pissed off uh about this uh every Wednesday and Saturday a different group of comedians get together to play basketball. It's like a rec thing. It's fun, whatever. This uh we were playing with some guys who weren't comics who met at the court and they were like uh, like sitting out and they were waiting to play and we're like all right, we'll let them play whatever we usually just play comics versus comics though. So it's like kind of even skill level, whatever. Some of us have played in high school and college, whatever. Yeah. For the most part, it's not not like any NBA superstars. Uh, So there's some guys that we were playing. They were getting aggressive. uh, We didn't know. And one of the guys uh, on uh, uh, my team tripped the other guy. And then the other guy tackled him on the court and they started fighting and we had to break it up. And I was just screaming. I was like, I, I, like i was telling them to break it up and and uh i'm like yelling this is ridiculous this is wreck basketball and i was so mad and i'm like i'm done i walked off the court and i'm like i'm leaving i'm done was uh was it your friend's fault for tripping him first like did he do that on purpose no he tripped him on purpose oh my god i'm like we're all freaking adults here what the frick what are you doing are you really gonna to risk getting in a fight getting a black guy where most of us we go to auditions or and it's stuff. like
1: yeah or getting a beat down or getting
0: a beat down getting the cops called on you for, over a basketball game that's like it's just like at the at the public park we're playing <laughs> i was so mad i'm like <laughs> the i'm done children <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm done and then some other guys are like yeah i'm done too like the fight like ended the game i was like i'm not even playing anymore this is so stupid wow, wow. all right Way a way to save save the save your
1: face jeremiah that's a smart oh, move oh
0: totally yeah. Oh God. I yeah. felt bad. Like I accidentally, just from playing, one of the guys on the other team. Like I, uh, I got like hit in the face, like in the side of the head with the the ball, and I like flailed my arms a little bit. And I smacked this guy in the mouth, <laughs> and I had like blood on my knuckles from oh, like Jesus. smacking him. And I felt so bad. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. That's how AIDS spreads. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wiped off the blood, and it, like it didn't. It was just his blood. It was gross. Ugh. It wasn't like it didn't cut. Like his teeth didn't cut my nu- It was just like. All right, you good. You good. You good. All,
1: All right. right, don't yeah. worry. Don't worry about it. Don't
0: worry about it then. <laughs> uh, Justin, you, you scream a lot Of people I've been learning. Well, anymore. I don't. I don't think I've seen you explode on somebody Because here's the
1: thing. I don't scream at friends. Yeah. <laughs> I scream at strangers. Yeah. And I only scream if you scream at me. I, you're going to guarantee me to scream back or if you're trying to punk me and I think screaming is going to stop you from Or trying. somebody's
0: trying to like jip you. Or you're yeah, that, yeah. Or is that what you mean? The punking?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. If someone's trying to like jip, take advantage like, really? of me. Yeah, take advantage I don't get, get taken advantage of. I'm sorry. Right. Um, I mean, that's good though. Dude, uh, my, uh, my roommate, the roommate from hell is uh, trying to, I think, take my deposit and I've only been there a month and a half. It's not a huge deposit, two hundred dollars. Aren't you in a garage? That's what I'm saying. There's a, a like, deposit for a garage. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What, was she, what is she saying? She's just like, it's the deposit. And I'm like, yeah, give yeah, it back I to me. Get it
0: back whenever I move out. Yeah.
1: So uh, I, I told her, I'm like, you don't give my deposit back. You keep two hundred dollars. I'm gonna break all these windows. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I was like, and then I'm gonna call the cops. And the landlord and tell him you have someone living in the garage, which is illegal. She can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to see what's going to happen. She hasn't responded back yet.
0: Are these through text? Uh, well, we were screaming at each other. Yeah. Don't send anything in like written. No, no, I haven't. Good. No,
1: I would never. No, that's just you would for her. Be su-
0: You'd be surprised how many people make the mistake of sending something written and then people show, he's been threatening me. Oh, no. I know. I know the game. <laughs> no, I told. I just
1: told her that. I whispered that to her, um, and uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. I'm gonna wait till I move out. I'm moving out, guys. January 1st. This will be the fifth time this year I've moved. Justin's moved a lot, guys. But here's the thing. It's easy to move because I don't have a lot of stuff. I can fit it in two car trips. All my stuff in two car trips. That's crazy. <laughs> so you don't
0: have dressers or anything?
1: No. Nope. I sold them for when I, when things got rough. <laughs> So, dude, when I move to a place, I always make sure it says furnished. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Wow. Well, that's where I'm at, guys. There you go. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, but I've been screaming less, dude. I've uh, this year I started meditating. That's uh, helped a lot. Does it help a lot? That helps, dude. At the beginning of this year, when I was like at the height of like my stress, I had gray all through my beard and mustache. Did you really? Yeah. It was and do well, you didn't notice cuz I noticed when I grew it out. It was like all through and I I was just shaving cuz I was like, oh, so it's done. Like I'm done here. And now like this year I've been meditating and sleeping more and now it's all back to black. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
0: Like a true dog. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we had a dog that was like 2 years old that uh had so much stress that she was turning gray at 2 years old. Yeah. Cuz we had her on a short leash attached to the oven. <laughs> it was like a it was like a what? 4 foot leash attached to our oven and that's like she like it was so stressed.
1: Why why did you have your dog attached to an oven?
0: Cuz she peed everywhere. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like like we couldn't trust her to roam the house without peeing on everything. So then, Sounds like a Cinderella story. Yeah, well, she bit people too. <laughs> we had to give her away cuz she bit so many people.
1: Dude, my uh <laughs> my parents dog uh is a terrier and so it was like pretty protective of the kids yeah so like when the because i had 10 you know 11 year old brothers so then they would play tag and be rough with each other the dog went and bit like the kids the like brother's friends and this kid's like 10 and so here's so he bit the kid the kid runs home is bleeding is screaming bloody murder the dad comes over and like this dad uh my parents you know live in a nice area this dad is a ex-nba player oh no. so he's like six six towering and he's like mad that his kid is hurt so he comes over he's like this is unacceptable and he's just screaming at like my brother who's like 20 and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry um, but he was like, my brother was like, I've never been more scared of my life.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Dude towering over you, just screaming at you.
1: And yeah, this is a super athletic. He came over later because he's a family friend. He's like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it was my kid. Uh, but they had to give that dog away. So, uh, that was, you know, once your dog starts biting people, <laughs> yeah. man, you can't trust them. Dude, my brother has a scratch all along his face. Uh, cause he was. They used to, for the screen door. They used to put. We used to put stools there. Yeah. Uh, so like air could come in, but the dogs wouldn't come in. Um, and my brother was rocking on it and like fell on the dog. The dog got scared and like scraped his face. So this is when my brother's like five has a huge scrape. Um, my mom was like, "This dog, we got to tell the pound." Uh, and this is my cousin's dog. So they put the dog down.
0: Wow. Um,
1: Cause and and my cousin and this is this has been probably like fifteen years later now, my cousin still hasn't forgiven my little brother. My little brother was five and it was an accident.
0: Why wouldn't he it should be your mom, not your, your brother? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know, but he doesn't like. my cousin doesn't think he's like Jason shouldn't have been rocking on those stools. Whoa I'm like did he was five He was five. Come on dude. <laughs> Come on. So yeah.
0: Wow. Uh we uh let's talk about uh the last uh couple weeks. Uh this happened to uh a couple of weeks ago but uh we didn't talk of we, we, on our last podcast we just talked about resolutions and uh uh the RIP to Fusion Saturday comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh on uh on Friday, uh, a couple Fridays ago, uh we did uh my improvised stand up show uh um we do it as a live podcast uh at Death Squad um uh for Death Squad now out at the Ice House uh every uh, a couple Fridays out of the month and uh Joe Rogan was uh one of our guests. Oh shit. Yeah. Fear
1: Factor Joe Rogan.
0: Fear Factor Joe Rogan, UFC Joe Rogan. How did you get him on the list? Just because he's cool with the Death Squad guys? Yeah, so basically Brian Redband, uh he's uh one of the uh the uh producers of um of uh Thunder Pussy, uh the improvised stand up show for uh for Death Squad. Um he's one of the producers and he uh he's actually the co-host and producer of the Joe Rogan Experience. So they're like they're oh, he's like a, best oh, he's, friends. Oh, okay. They're like really good friends and he told him the concept like a few weeks, like last month, and uh Joe's like, "Uh yeah, like uh, I think I'd like to do that sometime." And because uh, he really like thought that the concept was cool I was like, you know, um of going on stage uh, basically the what my show is the improvised stand-up show with jeremiah Watkins is uh <laughs>
1: do you introduce it as a, the impression uh, improvised stand show with no i just the, i'd
0: say it's the improvised stand-up show uh but anytime i post it's the improvised stand-up like any any flyers post it's the improvised stand-up show with jeremiah Watkins. it's the full title do your producers
1: um, don't want billing yet they don't want like whatever blank
0: blank presents uh it's stand-up on the spot Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's stand up on the spot colon the improvised stand-up Because <laughs> our website is standuponthespot dot com, and right, some people don't know what improvised means if they're not immersed in the theatrical world or whatever. So yeah. stand up on the. Spot. I feel like
1: LA people would know, maybe not like other like outside. Texas or yeah. random
0: places or yeah, Alabama. It's like stand up on the spot. That's what it is. You have to do stand up on the spot. All right, based off the audience's suggestion. So. Joe uh, um said he'd do it sometime and then Redman called me uh like the week uh of the show uh that we were going to do and uh he goes uh Joe's going to do it this Friday. I was like, "Whoa." I was like, "All right, awesome." Um and uh so I basically had nothing to do with the booking, but uh I hosted it uh the show. This is my show. Uh and uh he did 50 Minutes improvised. Has anyone ever done that long? No. It's what's the longest someone record. has done? Uh, from running the light, fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> so that was an
0: unauthorized, me, unauthorized <laughs> me telling them to get off the stage. Uh, but uh, like even Bill Burr, whenever he did it, he did like a ten or twelve minutes. Like, I didn't light him. I didn't light Bill Burr. He was just like, all right, I'm done here. Yeah, he's like, I feel like, nah, all right, that's good. All right, guys. <laughs> Uh, so he did 50 minutes improvised, and it was awesome. Like honestly, I was a little bit like, you know, all like it was sold out too. It was like 80 people crammed into stage two of the Ice House, and it was freaking a great Wait, show. Wait, did they?
1: No one gets paid to do show, right? So the Ice House uh, just eats that money.
0: No, uh, Red Band, uh, pays all of us like gas money. Oh, he did, does. Yeah, every, every, every show. He's, cool. he's really cool about like giving us gas money for, for coming out and oh, doing good. the show. Um, so he did it and it was great. And the, the other people in the lineup it was, uh, it was Justin Martindale, Court McCown, Gareth Reynolds, uh, Brian Red Band, and Joe Rogan, and myself. And, uh, Joe Rogan did his set and, uh, for this pot, for, uh, uh, Thunder pussy. What's different about the only difference uh, with the show uh, out at the ice house is uh, it's a live podcast recording. So I interview each comic after they're set. So I got to interview Joe. Pretty
1: dope.
0: It was awesome, man. Uh, it was very cool to uh, be able to interview like a beast like that. Yeah, like all everything, every question I. He's ask, one of
1: the yeah. He's one of those comic heavyweights right now.
0: Oh yeah. Well, like any question I ask, this is how you. It's uh, like you can it's a good sign of somebody who's like really like a good who has done a ton of interviews and is just like naturally and very talented and funny is they can make whatever their answer is funny or a joke whatever the question is because I asked some pretty general questions that had to do with his set they weren't like funny questions but like I just wanted to kind of interview him about You're just being a lazy interviewer. No, no, they're good <laughs> questions. They had to do with his set, but like they weren't funny questions, you know okay. what I mean? But he made all of his answers were like funny responses. Well, there you go. And he like talk like it wasn't like a one-line response either. He would like do like he'd talk for like, you know, like a minute uh, about the question. It's cool. Good, dude. Well, look at your show growing up.
1: It's growing. It's building up.
0: <laughs> trying, man. That's uh, that's that's my baby right there. How long? Three years. Yeah, it's been over three years running that show. Oh, damn, Justin. How'd uh, you get
1: the idea for that? Just because you were doing improv, you're like, what if?
0: Uh, no, actually, uh, uh, Josh Funk at Second City said uh, they used to do something similar a long time ago in um, in Second City, Chicago he told me the premise of the show, and he's like, I don't know how you want, like, if this is something you'd be interested in, but maybe you can, like, make your own version of the show. And uh, starting out, doing the show, which is insanely hard, you would only get one suggestion when you would go up, like an improv show. You'd only get one suggestion. Oh, Jesus. uh, Which is very, very difficult, and uh, you would have to... You know, you'd run out of gas. <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, all right. But now, like, I, I retailored it over the years, where you can get as many suggestions as you want. You can um, be, you can uh, be like more specific with the way you uh, ask for suggestions. But most people just say, "Could I get a suggestion?" or yell something out. Um, and uh, my show, there's some other improvised type stand-up shows, but mine's the only one where it's interactive with the live crowd like sometimes you can in some of those other shows I guess they write stuff down uh, oh, yeah, put it put in it a bucket in, or yeah. something like that but I just like my version so much better because you hear it's just you just hear the, the people yelling stuff out and you instantly yeah. see the comedian's wheels turning as soon as they yeah. yell it out and
1: it's cool is you have a lot of people yelling at you so whenever I've done the show I'm like you hear like 10 words I'm like that word sucks that word sucks oh yeah you <laughs>
0: can like filter through it yeah yeah
1: that's oh, a good time. Uh, well, good. Congratulations, man. Thanks, dude. Coming up at the Ice House. Uh, guys, I uh, I just want to let y'all know I'm a model now.
0: <laughs> oh, Justin just booked up print job. Folks. I didn't even
1: know my manager was submitting me for print jobs. Uh, I guess they are. So I've got uh, some work with the Telemundo lady. Uh, Heck yeah. So I'm going to be doing that. I told my manager I can speak Spanish. Very much a lie. Hope you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome, by the way.
1: Uh, so, yeah, well, uh, this is good because this is uh, going to buy me Christmas presents. So, Because uh, I was literally every day I've been thinking, like, how am I going to get the money for Christmas presents? There we go. So uh, I'm excited to let you guys know. I think I will. I wonder if I can put model on my resume now. I feel like I can because I'm technically a model now. You're
0: technically a model. That's, <laughs>
1: technically, yeah, man. Uh, come on, come on. I mean,
0: y- you know what? Yeah.
1: All right. I know it's gonna be a bunch of hot Latin dudes, and I'm gonna be the ugly guy. I can already feel it.
0: Hey, man. There's got to be normal people for for commercials them to stick out like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what commercials are. Is like, <laughs> is like you're representing a part of the U.S. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm the. Uh, I'm the ethnically ambiguous
1: race and suburb hey man, Latino a, guy. A lot of people like you, man. <laughs> I'm our
0: voice. But very unique in the same way.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so
0: much. Uh, dude, a couple weeks ago, it's so rare where I get like a couple auditions in a week or whatever. Oh, dude,
1: you've had some big auditions.
0: Uh, I auditioned for... Uh,
1: dude, I want to uh, lay down here. We've already been podcasting for oh, so I long. Know. And we've got guests going <laughs> I'm over. Like, I know. I'm
0: like, uh, we're only halfway through this. Uh, I auditioned for uh How I Met Your Mother like a three line role to be the future son of Jason Siegel on that show because awesome. I think it's the last season. Didn't get it, but it was still cool to go in. I was like, All uh, right, let
1: me ask you this. Yeah. So, how when did you start auditioning for TV? Like, when was your first TV audition?
0: Dude, technically, it's kind of been this year because before that, I would get every well, okay. A couple years ago, I had a theatrical agent. but I had to part ways with him because we had a falling out. Um, uh, he would he sent me on probably I want to say five to ten, I don't know, maybe five to seven even. Yeah, like TV actual TV auditions where it's co star roles. Uh, like I had one for Glee. Whenever I was with him, that was like my first big audition. Uh, for a TV show, like a co star role on Glee. And then um, there's like a couple other like CW type shows that I auditioned for through him. Uh, so probably under 10. And then yeah. um, this basically, I got a theatrical agent this year and then I've been submitted for stuff this year. So you had like a gap, huge gap. There's a gap where I had a manager that was kind of sending me on some stuff. Uh, I mean, I auditioned for. La- last year, I did my biggest audition that I ever went on, that's still one of my bigger auditions, was whenever I auditioned for In Living Color, uh, the reboot yeah. that never got remade. Um, but yeah, I really don't audition that much for TV stuff. But whenever I do, it's kind of for decent stuff. Well,
1: the reason I was asking you is, do you feel like you've been... Do you feel way more confident now in the room?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I, like, I rarely, rarely get nervous. I... uh I recently, I was kind of mad at myself, uh, like a month or two ago, I had a workaholics audition where I got nervous in the room, like, cause he kept giving me notes and I was like, am I doing this? Like, wrong?" yeah, well, if
1: you guys start getting notes in the audition, usually it doesn't indicate that you're not doing it right. And you're not what you're not giving them what they want. So well, it kind of get in your head, but
0: yeah, but, uh, I would do the notes and then he's like, yeah, do that. And then also do this yeah. kind of thing. And I'm uh, like, that's weird. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, didn't get that, obviously. Do you, and
1: you know what's weird is every time they give you a note, you're instantly in your head like, is this going well? Like, I never think that, like, when I'm performing, but as soon as, like... As I'm soon as t- I leave... Yeah, oh, I'm, like, oh, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, did that mean that... Yeah. Did you know how many times this year I walked out of my audition room and I was like, oh, man, it's so hard to mess up a one-line audition, but I think I found a way to do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: It's hard. Yeah, I mean, it. it it's hard. Uh, I, I feel like the stuff that I have... The good stuff that I've actually gotten, though, have all been, like, referral stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all the any, like, really cool audition that I've gotten, it's from somebody that that has a vouch for me. And it's like, yeah, this guy would be good for this. Yeah. Well, that's good. Networking. No, I mean, I'd rather, like, I mean, uh, like, I'm grateful that people are willing to... Put you out there. Yeah, put their name on the line for me. That's awesome. Because I've my name on the line for a couple people, <laughs> and they've screwed me over. Really? Yeah. Without
1: giving names, what uh, like what ways?
0: Well, I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, uh I won't say the uh, the gender or anything like that, or name or anything of this person. Total an- anonymity. Uh, total anonymous thing. But basically, what happened for uh, the movie that I uh, I filmed? Uh, it's called I Lived. Hopefully, it'll be out. So- it's sometime in two thousand fourteen. It's coming out anyway. They asked me for if I knew a specific type for a role, and I said, "Yeah, I actually do." And uh, they ended up booking this person from their audition. And nice uh, way to go, Jeremiah. And I and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Like I referred this person, Help this person, and they got it. They ended up canceling the day before the like, and this was all like in a short amount of time. Uh they were casting this person like a week before the part because uh they were having trouble finding this part. They booked this person and this person decided to uh back out of the role a uh, day Jesus. before the shoot and it made me look really. oh bad. dude
1: because you you referred that i referred this person. person
0: yeah, and uh the reason that this person. Uh, said they couldn't do it is because they thought that they were going to get in trouble with SAG because it was a non-union film, and uh, and uh, they said that they couldn't do it because they were afraid that they would get fined and all this stuff. And there's so many SAG actors on on the movie that were working non-union to help out this uh, you know producer and director. And uh, yeah, and they had to find a new person <laughs> to fill that role, but it ended up being perfect because the person who ended up getting the role did really well with the role and uh, uh i felt good about the scenes that we had well it all works out so it all works out but uh you uh it was a lesson dean del rey told me he's like uh he's like uh you got to be careful he like you, you know what i mean like you like you got to be careful with who you refer he's like do you know how many times <laughs> people have asked me do i know this type of guy and i oh i know <laughs> I, I know that type of guy I know what they're looking for, but I just say, nope, sorry, <laughs> because I don't trust them that they'll do a good job. So I don't want to vouch for them. That's funny. That's I true, mean, though. That's true, though. Like, it taught me a lesson. He's like, he's like, listen, dude, even if you know, he's like, I know you want to help people out, but sometimes you just can't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean. Good advice. No, it
0: was good advice.
1: Um, I... uh. I had a uh, audition for Girl Meets World this week. Oh heck yeah! Uh, oh, are you gonna
0: tell the Hoover story since yeah. he's been on this podcast?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's sure. so funny. So you know, it's for the the role is for wacky uh, wacky drummer. So you know, Girl Meets World is a spinoff of Boy Meets World, which is a staple for all us '90s babies. And uh, Hoover comes in. Joshua jo- Hoover. Joshua Hoover. Uh,
0: he was has been on How I Met Your Mother, and he's uh, been a former guest on this podcast.
1: So he sees me. i didn't tell you this far. So he comes in. He's dressed. Like, everyone's dressed pretty normal. He comes in dressed like a homeless person, <laughs> 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 like wearing swim trucks. Like, clearly he's trying to dress for this part. Um, so, you know, we're talking and stuff. Uh, and then he sees me. I talked to the casting, like, lady that's checked in there. And I was like, uh, hey, are you Puerto Rican? Because I thought she was Puerto Rican. And she's like, no. And she's kind of like kind of standoffish. Hoover starts laughing at me because he thought I was trying to hit on her. And he's like, oh, a big no, no. And he made it look like I was trying to hit on her. Oh, that's I was like, who are you, dick? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, so I'm ready. I'm like, I'm not getting this. And then uh, (laughs) so so I'm like, all right, whatever. But then Hoover karma came back to Hoover because, you know, when you're in an audition room, you see all the um, actors that they've already cast for the role pinned on the wall. Uh, so, you know, Corey and Topanga, uh, you know, were both pinned up there. So Hoover discreetly tried to take a camera photo of Topanga and Corey and, uh, the flash noise, the shutter, the shutter noise went off and the room was dead quiet and everyone heard (laughs) and the castle just starts looking at Hoover and Hoover like got felt so like awkward. He just started cracking up and, uh, it was like, it was pretty bad for both of us. So,
0: um, So you both didn't get the role.
1: No, I don't think so. So uh, I felt good about my audition. Oh, and then I was like messing around with Hoover as I was walking in, I was dancing, and then uh, I guess I, f- I just forgot that I opened the door because I did it so automatically. I started dancing while I was like, walking into the room. Yeah. Casting lady was like, oh, you coming in dancing? And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it was fine, though. So, hopefully but they call. I've, I've been in this office before, though. They keep calling me in.
0: So d- It's for Disney or ABC? Disney. Dude, yeah. that's dope that you're getting Disney auditions. Yeah. You're going to get one of these Disney it's, auditions. Dude, dude, it's
1: so surreal walking in there because like, you had to check in. It's, it's on, like, a lot. You had to check in through security yeah. and get escorted. Yeah. So.
0: Those those are the coolest auditions, man. Whenever you're on freaking lots, where you're like, I know that they're filming here. Yeah, like I know that they're. It's dope. Dude. Magic's happening. Magic's happening. Uh, did you did you want to plug anything? <laughs> uh, JeremiahWatkins.tv, youtubecom Watkins. There should be some new sketches up there uh, all that stuff and uh, yeah I think that's about it just check me out at Justin Alexio on Twitter oh and December 26th through 29th at Stanford and Sons I'll be there with John Schieser. Uh check that out
1: oh December 27th I'll be at 20th yeah 27th we'll be at Flappers check me at Justin Alexio on Twitter I'll, I'll post about it
0: thanks guys uh, and insert wacky phrase from Justin Alexio oh, right here right it's now it's getting so hard uh, you want me I, to try one? Oh, okay. Let's remix it. Uh-oh. Uh, headphones are the soul to uh, a homeless woman's dreams. All right. You're not allowed to do this anymore. <laughs>